uh, True Gunk. What was his name? Uh, Miss Gunk. Gunk. Sorry, I didn't mean to. True Gunk. Uh, I got the name wrong and I misgendered. So sorry, Miss Gunk, but sorry to this man. Manic. Jumpscare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. Hi. We're Quinn. We're Quinn. And we're and Becca. We're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love, love for, for each, each other. other. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Rebecca! We came up with the same vibe. Yes, we're live on location. MPJ Studios mm-hmm. has moved this week, actually. Um, yeah, and we are. We, you may or may not be getting the video of this, so you will never be able to verify where we are truly. Yeah. Um, and so Beck and I decided to go into the woods this week. We want to get, we want to commune with nature a little bit, transcendentalism, new age spirituality, all that kind of thing. Um, and Becca, do you, I don't know. I feel like there's like a presence. I kind of feel that too. Wait, <laughs> what's going on? Wait, gonna... I feel like there's, oh my God, she's right behind me, isn't she? Oh my God, who is that? <laughs> who is that? Oh, it's my good friend, Acacia. Oh my goodness. Well, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you give it such a marvelous introduction. I'm definitely a presence. That has yes. Mm. For sure. <laughs> yes. We're so, so excited to have you. Yes, guys. Yeah, new guest. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I'm so of excited. Course. Of course. So mm-hmm. new guest we found in the woods. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> Yeah, I guess we'll just roll with it. Um, <laughs> sure. And so, and so in the grand tradition of my pussy jump scare, um, Becca, what has been going on with you this week? Oh, Quinn, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, so I I guess you kind of have inspired me um, in the worst way possible because I have oh. been in the throes of Indeed.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. <laughs> It's the scariest place to be. It's the worst really? place to be, actually. That is really the woods. That's really in the thick of it. Oh, yeah. And you're trying to get out of those woods as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the witch woods. Now like, it's time to leave the woods. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, um, it's just also, I don't know. And it's just really rude when there's, like, full-time recruiters on Indeed.com, like, trying to trick you into thinking that you have really great opportunities. That they're a real one. Yeah. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. like... Actually, we saw you applied for this like kind of lower level position. We think you would be a great candidate for this upper level position. And then a week later, they're like, so, yeah, you didn't get that. <laughs> I know that's my thing with Indeed, too, because they'll want to email you and be like, hey, uh-huh. I, I, I saw you from across the bar. I saw your application <laughs> from across we the Indeed job board and mm-hmm. we love your vibe. Please apply for our job. Indeed recruiter. If you are getting in my inbox, there better be an offer waiting like you better be ready to tender me an offer as soon as i as soon as my resume hits your inbox literally and sometimes they trick it as if it looks like an offer too and then you're like wait a second something's Mm -hmm. off here 
And then yeah. nine out of 10, it's for like Uline or it's for like some like weird <laughs> warehouse management. And you're like, wait a second. Drop shipping. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's to get into crypto. Literally. <laughs> you're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's just been exhausting um, searching that mm-hmm. website. Um, all I can just do is hope it's better than LinkedIn. I will give it that um because linkedin is like somehow just the worst place i have like a worse i just have like a thing i i started this joke in college where like i i'm trying to go as long as i can without making a linkedin account so i just refuse to make one (laughs) stay strong like even if there are even if there are opportunities on there i don't want it (laughs) yeah push it away and where yes exactly And where are the three of us this week except for the woods? And I feel like Indeed.com, because it is like half job board, half social media website from what I understand. And mm-hmm. like, that's just not something I'm interested in. Like Indeed.com, however much we might hate her, I have to respect her because like, okay, it's just a job board. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, so glad to be taking a position at this place or, oh, so excited to be graduating from this program. It's like, no, it's none of that. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'll it's go to Facebook if other I want to know about your job or your graduating. Um mm-hmm. and so I just won't know about it because I don't want to go to Facebook either. So Yeah, I'm not gonna do that either. Yeah. If <laughs> we run perfect. into each other and you want to tell me about it then, prefer it honestly. So be it. So otherwise be it. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, Thank you for seeing me on that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn, there is something so nefarious about it that like indeed, even though it is a little we have to respect her. What yeah. are you? What are you scoping out on Indeed? That's also the That's thing. Becca, what are you scoping out? <laughs> nothing. Nothing for the moment. I'm looking like in the future, right? In the future, um, trying to prepare. But even that, I'm like, yeah. What do I? What could I do? That's like I want to put in like, hey, starts a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But That's they're the not interested thing. in that. <laughs> oh, can you or... not? Can you not? Yeah, because I'm gonna have to start doing that soon as well like yeah looking for something that's not like you know just a immediate yeah um yeah but anyway yeah how do people used to do it in like the prehistoric ages like that's crazy <laughs> to think about also like yeah. sometimes i think about it like you look for jobs in like the newspaper oh my god and the, the penny and the power penny yeah and you used to circle the ads that's what how the people... po- oh yeah <laughs> that's vintage <laughs> <laughs> wait the power penny existed when you were alive acacia we're the same age wait whoa here man i've never heard of that and i feel like i usually know about things like that power penny. But... do you remember when you would like go shopping like at the grocery store or like cvs and stuff they used to have the newspaper stands mm-hmm. like those big plastic eyesore yeah paper stands that's yeah what power penny was proud and penny that's wow. one thing that's one thing i miss so much about newspapers is like classified sections like I um the only experience I really have with it is I did an archival project where I was looking at a bunch of like queer newspapers and people Mm. used to cruise through the newspaper like they used to post like oh six three white guy muscular looking for like want sex now want sex (laughs) at this number like people was putting their phone numbers in the newspaper like it was crazy and some of the things people were just willing to put in like the classifieds like race uh, and then they would be like oh i'm not interested in this racial group and i was just like this is crazy out there 
Wow. Yeah. Pretty much Craig's like Craigslist just for yeah. yeah, Craigslist. It was Craigslist before Craigslist. Like you had to like yeah. And that's the other thing. Like it was it was it must have been so revolutionary to like get something like Craigslist because it used to cost money. Oh. Like you used to have to pay oh, yeah. to take out a classifier. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Good ad space. Yeah. Literally. Taken up by who? Personal <laughs> business. Deviants. <laughs> yeah um yeah so you know indeed.com but something um that's been really like helping me through that is that i've been watching below deck sailing yacht every Mm -hmm. night with my mom (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um, i talk about below deck so much at work um but basically Guys, you know, people that work on the yacht, guys. And sailing yacht is just so much even more interesting because they get to also sail. So it's like this whole drama of like... It's a whole... It's this whole story beat every episode when they start to sail. Like, because the boat will like tip. So everyone's like, oh, now we have to stop our jobs and like do this whole other thing where we're like... Really? I never knew Below Deck was so intense. Oh Oh my God, no. It's an intense job. It's like a hard... Those people are working hard because they also are working 16 hours a day. That's true. I will say, talking about Indeed, I have seen things where it's like, be the yacht. And it's like, you get to do it, you know, six months out of the year or whatever. And then it's like, "Mm, yeah, living on a boat. Hmm." And it sounds so glorious. And then you're like, wait a minute, you know. (laughs) No workers' rights at all. (laughs) They work super hard. But it's nice because it's like, it sounds... One of the things that sounds nice about it is like, it's six weeks and they make like, well, at least on below deck, they make like between 10 and 20 K pretty reliably. Yeah, just, it feels like for six just weeks from of work. tips. Yeah. And just from tips. And then they get a wage on top of their tips. That's not like as exploitative of a wage as if they were like servers or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, there well, is, I've, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I sent Becca this listing of like, there's like, um, I live in Delaware and on like, there are like sightseeing cruises on the Delaware River and they need a deck hand. I'm so tempted to just be like, do lick, it, lick. please. Catch me. Catch me on deck. <laughs> I was like, that would be all this podcast became because it's our, like, this podcast is already half below deck. Like, yeah, we talk about <laughs> below deck so much. Uh, every week we're yeah. like, so what do you think about this? <laughs> That's exactly great. i love that well speaking of deck did you know that megan markle she used to be a yacht girl and that's how really she prince harry yeah so she uh-huh. used to be a yacht girl and then was like on a little yacht doing her thing and there was a party and through a friend that's how she met prince harry was through being a yacht girl yeah oh my god so my oh grandma we call her roro <laughs> my grandma roro was like you should really go think about being a yacht girl. <laughs> like, Megan Markle does give stewardess vibes. Yeah, she definitely would be. Oh, I could see her messing up a turn down. <laughs> like, <gasps> no. Well, my broke. mom, my mom lives down in Florida half the year. And like there is talks within my family to like permanently relocate our family home like to Florida. And I'm like, okay. oh, my God, I could like, that would definitely be your start. Go down yeah. there and live one winter and like. <laughs> join the industry oh my god i feel that'd like be crazy. All my ass in that <laughs> my ass in that bunk bed though that'd be kind of comical for context quinn is like six foot three <laughs> and the the beds oh are god. real small You're, oh my goodness i'd okay, be like yeah. hitting I, oh. I assume it can't be like super tall ceilings either so i'd be like no. hitting my head on things i feel like that would be like you'd be like <laughs> 
you know? Oh, a thousand yeah. percent. Oh my god. Yeah, it would be it would definitely be a struggle. There was a guy on the past season who was six nine and he literally wasn't sleeping because he didn't fit in the bed. <laughs> Like it was really bad for him. That's torture. What do they do? Sleep in the like I could just be like, picture them sleeping in the hallway on the floor or something like that. Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like he just had to kind of like suck it up. But I mean, they always can sleep in like the crew mess area, but the lights are always on there, so it's like you can't win. And people are scurrying around like all hours of the day, so it would be like no peace, no peace at all. Not the vibe. Not the vibe. Exactly. But on on sailing yacht, um, for some reason they keep crashing the damn boat. <laughs> <laughs> when it's they like, can't... <laughs> boom, boom, boom. like they're oh, but like they just crash into stuff all the time. They've already like run aground before. Like I don't know. And Captain Glenn is like an icon, but lots of mishaps in the boating industry right now. Well, this I don't, know. He, I don't get. So is it always on the Parsifal? Yeah. Or do they get new? So is that his boat? No. So right? he's like the no. It's he's not the owner of the boat, but he's like the hired captain, and I guess they uh-huh. like him, even though he keeps crashing the damn thing. <laughs> oh my well, god! That man has riz. Like he has. <laughs> it's true. He has swagger. Yeah, he's like a true short king. I feel. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> he's a short king. <laughs> yeah, because he's so chill and cool, but he's so short. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's been up with me. Um, Quinn, I don't know if anything has been in your life right now. Oh, my God. Well, since you talked about applying for jobs, I have been applying for jobs and um, something about it becomes intoxicating a little bit, like just like finding things and then being like, OK, work. I'll t- <laughs> like, <laughs> see that. I'll send in my application. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? I did get my first rejection. Ooh, those oh, those are yeah, yeah I'm so sorry. Right. and I was like I was like semi excited by this one because it was like low commitment a good amount of money it was going to be an to be an ESL instructor English second language no yeah. do you have to know other languages to be an well ESL instructor? they said well they said Spanish preferred and you know um yo hablo, you do your Duolingo uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and so um or you have espanol un poco and um oh, like fuck. so i also didn't make that like clear on my resume but they didn't really have a place i'm not gonna like what am i gonna put on my resume like six months duolingo spanish no but they were like 300 day streak literally <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah but they made it seem like the easiest thing in the world they were like Spanish preferred and then um they were like and then you just literally like read this like book like all the things are written in the book you literally just have to like conduct the class and answer questions and I was like I can do that seems easy but enough they weren't sure so okay all right anyway but I was like oh I can like practice my Spanish and you know help people but not your destiny on this one yeah. yeah, no, it's not. It's on the right path. Not unfortunately. Something um, will come. But yeah, I'm getting. Oh, and I actually got an interview for a job this summer, which I'm excited oh, nice. about. Ooh. It's to be like a to be like a teacher of theater 
at a camp in my hometown. So using my degree, guys, I know we all didn't think it would happen, but. (laughs) um, No, that's so exciting. No, now my mom's like, (laughs) I got the thing yesterday. The interview's not till May because it's like a summer camp. Mm-hmm. and um my mom's like so how are you preparing for your interview and I'm like what do you mean <laughs> why would I do that <laughs> if it's like a talking thing if it's a talking thing I'm never preparing for that I would never prepare for presentations in school I would just like literally show up and like do them there was this That's one time honestly I yeah, feel there was that. this one time in our theater <laughs> history class we had to take like theater history classes as a part of our core for like the theater Major, um, yeah. department there was this one time we had to give a three-minute presentation which like first of all if you're assigning a three-minute presentation I'm gonna take it as a joke what can you say in three minutes about anything <laughs> literally. like so I was Dear already yeah and then I was literally on my way to class um ETA like five minutes after the class started JK like one minute before it started um but anyway I was walking to class I had like literally just left my apartment and I was like oh I have my presentation for my final project that I haven't started today because you had to like talk about your concept for your final project and so I was like huh I should probably think about what I'm going to say for that and then I was just like walking to class and like I told my friends I sat with them like I have my presentation today honestly I've not thought about it and and they were like Quinn what do you mean you haven't thought about it and I was like I don't know guys I'm just gonna get up there and wing it I fully... Sometimes that's like my best work. No, literally, I got ah, up there, shot straight from the hip, and then I sat down, and my friend was like, "So you didn't think about that at all before you got up there?" And I was like, "No," and she was like, "Fuck you!" Like that was really good. Like, <laughs> Screw you. That's the best. Yeah. No, that's I don't like I don't like lying, but sometimes I can be a really good bullshitter. Like college was where I really started to test like my bullshitting a little bit, and it works most of the time. I love lying, so we know. <laughs> I'll do that. We hey, know. I it's like definite Gemini, Pisces, like the water, air sign type mm. of vibe because mm. little white lies are like air sign, water sign specialties. Like I'm a I'm a Gemini rising, and okay. I have a grand air trine. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> okay. There she goes. Oh, there yeah. So you can't take me at face value is the thing. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Thanks but, for sharing. Yeah, but Acacia, yeah. as our guest in our home, <laughs> would you like to tell us about what's been going on with you this week? What's been going on with me this week? So um, work has just been crazy. I feel like work takes over my life so much. However, mm-hmm. I found a good balance. Um, I started seeing somebody kind of. Rebecca knows all about this Merlander. Um, Mm -hmm. he actually lives. I have family in Delaware. I know you mentioned you live in Delaware. I have family in Delaware, and I have family in Maryland. And so I've been traveling down there, and it's been a really good balance of just I don't know being able to like focus on myself a little bit more and finally getting to do the things that I forget about because when you're working forty hours a week plus, you just kind of you get caught up in things. And so Mm -hmm. I'm excited actually. So tomorrow I have off and I live with my grandmother and she lives. uh, Yeah. So she lives uh, in a big house kind of with a lot of yard work. So I have an 18 by 20 deck that has to get stained again this year. So we just picked up all the paint 
for that project. And I'm going to be starting that tomorrow, which I'm excited because I like projects where it's like hands-on and you can like listen to like a podcast or like an audio book or something and just like zone out. Manic Pussy Jump Scare, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes like I love to turn up the tunes while I'm doing something, but to do that consecutively for a whole Mm -hmm. time too much you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I'm really looking forward to that and you know I have to mow the lawn tomorrow and do like literally just a whole bunch of like manly yard work stuff so I'm actually excited because (laughs) it's just like a good way to like you know cleanse your your mind and detox and purge and just like you know get in one with nature and just kind of you know get back to the groove and stuff like that so blow off some steam yeah I mean it's tough and I mean not that like you know it's anything I have an electric mower this the past couple years thank god I used to have just the push mower and that's a whole workout (laughs) and I don't go to the gym that is not a thing for me so (laughs) doing the yard work is like okay bless up because I can finally like start doing some physical activity girl though you don't need a gym member a KCIB by the way, me and Acacia work together. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Acacia be bouncing around at work. <laughs> I've never seen you sit down for more than two minutes at a time. Thank you. Thank like, you very much. She's an active yeah. lifestyle. I yeah, she gets her people, steps in. Yeah, for sure. I think today I did over 1,500 steps at work Um, on my little watch. That's what it told me, which mm-hmm. I don't know what the standard is. Like if there's a standard of like how many steps you should do in a day. But I tell people as... Like their first day I'm like if you have a gym membership I'm just gonna tell you to cancel it right now because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna you'll be working, be working. <laughs> you'll be up you'll be on the floor you'll yeah. be on the floor you're gonna be walking <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's really just very I'm very simple um I used to be very more like into social media and into like going out and doing things and I mean I'm only 23 but I feel so old like <laughs> side that I don't know I just really enjoy like my days off and sitting back and sometimes yeah. absolutely nothing but just painting my deck you know and <laughs> stuff like that it's it's yeah so that's kind of what I have going on I mean more power to you yeah I mean Becca knows like work is absolutely crazy it's mm-hmm. always like the energy there is just it's draining it's toxic to a certain extent so being able to like decompress is so 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 necessary and so that's why I'm kind of glad I kind of met somebody because it helps you know with that whole thing kind of too so oh my gosh wait where'd you meet this person they must ask in the wild or on an app in the in the thick of it in the wild dream dream life (laughs) right I've always okay so I've always had this like fantasy. I feel like everybody has where you're like shopping in the supermarket and then like all of a sudden somebody stops you and they're like, ma'am, just wanted to let you know. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have that like fantasy. Be cute. You know? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So my best friend um, met somebody online as she does like all the time. She meets people. She was meeting people like crazy left and right. And when I tried to do that whole thing, I was like, first of all, this is too much. And these are disgusting people. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I met so one bad. person who lives in England and we became really good friends and we're just friends. But other than that, like, it's just gross on there. So she met <laughs> this guy and he lives in Maryland. And she was like, we're going, to, we've been talking for a month and I'm going down to go see him for his birthday. Like, you should come with, like, 
So she explained it to me. It was going to be this big old group of guys. And I was like, McKenna, you can't go down by yourself. Like I'm coming with you. So I went down my weekend off, which I feel like I never have. Mm -hmm. Um, so we went down, we went into Baltimore, which is one of the top, like one of the most craziest cities to just go party. And you should not, I don't recommend. So we go (laughs) down to Baltimore. Yeah. And, um, we're like bar hopping and stuff. And actually we took this van so we were told we were going to have like a party van to take us there. And some like shabby van pulls up to take us into the city. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so bad. You know what I mean? And I have mm-hmm. like my little birdie with me, which is like that keychain that like goes and I'm like ready to just like put up a fight pretty much. I just had this feeling. And so anyways, we like have fun. We're bar hopping and my girlfriend's the, now it's her boyfriend, but his best friend is who I ended up like matching with. And it was like weird because I didn't expect that. I'm very private. Like I don't really, I don't know. It's not, I'm not like into the whole hookup culture kind of thing. And like a lot of guys our age are. And so I wasn't expecting to like hit it off with somebody and we hit it off really, really well. And I sound so cringy when I say this, Mm -hmm. but there was such a chemistry that I've never it's so wild like and I like I said it sounds so exciting don't deny the violet chemistry (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay but the craziest part is that he admitted it like he was the one who was like yeah that was really like passionate and I was like like, (laughs) so um that's how we kind of met and it's just kind of funny that my best friend is dating his best friend and it's like, and conveniently, I was going down to Maryland anyways that we can go visit my family. And it turns out my aunt who lives down there lives 15 minutes away from him. So literally like he's right across the bay. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Is, yeah. Dude. So wild. Like weird coincidences keep happening. And I'm like, mm, this is kind of destined, I feel like. So. Oh, for sure. <laughs> no such thing as a coincidence. Something that I <laughs> love to no say on this podcast. Everything happens for a reason. So that's what's mm-hmm. been going on. Just so true. Oh my goodness. And he has a puppy. He's <gasps> as a puppy, and she's the cutest thing ever. And like a job and a house. Oh and... yeah, and like a full-time <laughs> job and like a house. Yeah. Oh my god. Like... No, <laughs> I just saw some. <laughs> that's the next phase of like making me freak out like first it was people getting engaged and like getting married now it's people like owning houses yeah. our age yeah yeah age. like i just saw someone who i did the theater <laughs> with growing up they're like oh just want my first house what wow <laughs> whoa I i'm not gonna the- be able to do that for like 15 yeah, years I yeah no i don't see my like- I think it's just that weird like do you ever like see people that like you grew up with and like you just still picture that like baby face on them and you're like you mm. have you know what I mean like yeah yeah it's very much that it's so crazy <laughs> oh my god oh. wow well we are so happy and jealous of you Acacia yeah um, no it's coming for you guys I feel it. no I've been feeling thirsty lately <laughs> No, you might too. just get your thirst quenched. I know. Ooh. Well, all we can do is hope at this point <laughs> and um, pray and beg and plead. Yeah. Manifest. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything okay. anyone else wants to share before we wrap up this little section? Or mm, I don't think so. I feel pretty caught up. Yeah. Well, I think I got to know you guys a little bit better too. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, this was insightful. Yeah, yeah insightful, <laughs> illuminating. Um, but we're gonna throw it to a little break. 
and then we'll come back and tell you guys why Acacia is even here, other than us running into her in the woods. <laughs> right. Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> that was my witchy laugh. Um, <laughs> but I was stereotyping. <laughs> um so obviously you guys met Acacia in our catch up. Mm-hmm. Um so not only is she a coworker and a friend of mine, she is also an esteemed, a practiced, and I don't know, an iconic witch. Oh my goodness, thank you. Or to be fair to you, is that what you would call yourself? You're a spiritual person, but I don't know if you use the word witch. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, um, it's not like offensive. Some people do get offended by it. I feel mm-hmm. like there aren't really any other terms other than like bruja, but bruja is Spanish for witch. So it's like, right. this mm-hmm. is a little bit more catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say I'm witchy. Um, definitely a spiritualist and just mm-hmm. an independent person seeking truth. I'm a truth seeker, you know? Love that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Also I'm- an empath for sure. I'm I took me a while to like actually call myself that because I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's been generalized everybody's um, an empath yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, dude you have no idea what being an empath is like yeah. something hits you feel it I full-on had like stomach aches migraines like physical body pains from other people and I just oh wow me. I just thought oh I'm just why am I in pain now like and then getting older and like really doing my own research I was like oh no like this is a real energy exchange you're having with somebody else. Uh-huh. It That is what I find more kind of, I don't like using the word insulting, but it's kind of like, you're not really an empath if just because like you, you feel empathy for somebody. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? There's sympathizers okay. and there's empathizers. And just because you have empathy for somebody doesn't mean you're an empath. It just means you're an empathetic person, which is a great thing to be over a sympathetic person. So yeah, I'm an mm-hmm. empath energy reader and who's witchy all in one yeah lovely wow i'm interested to know and you talked a little bit about how like your aunt was it kind of red tarot you said um but how did you sort of come to your practice or like realize that you were what you were and you like were good at doing this and stuff um so ever since i was a little kid i was very much in tune with um well, it wasn't called spirituality back then. It was just woo-woo. <laughs> so yeah. I was very much into the woo-woo as a kid. Like I loved going and getting my palm read. Like I tried to learn how to read palms at such a mm. young age. I remember like in middle school, I would just go up to like random people and I'd be like, can I just see your palm real quick? Like I could tell you like what your destiny is going to be. And so that's what really like kickstarted mm. it was learning about palm reading. And I remember when I was in middle school, my best friend and I went to the beach and we got our palms read. And I remember one time I got my cards read and I remember my first tarot reading and them telling me I was going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And I just found that so suspicious. And I was like, this, there's, this isn't, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to like learn like, okay, this does come off woo woo. So I wanted mm-hmm. to learn the truth about it. Um, and then I kind of just dabbled here and there. And when I was around 15, 16, 
what really got me into it was my stepmom's best friend who lives over in France, um, who she's like one of the dopest people I've ever met. Um, she French, got so. there. Yeah. 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 She actually has a winery over there. It's so rad. Oh, certified yeah. cool. Oh. Certified cool. I know. Cool. I don't know what I'm still doing here. Oh, so MPJ um, Live from winery in France. Yeah. yeah. From the Vincenne. Um, right. Merci beaucoup. Um, so she oh. got into tarot like really randomly, just like went through this thing. And she's an Aries. So Aries are, and I've always been into astrology. So that's a given. Forgot to mm-hmm. kind of mention that. But she's an Aries, and Aries, especially, um, dominant Aries placements they are very they're the beginning of the zodiac like they love mm-hmm. new beginnings they love projects they love like that fire starting thing anyone anything that's going to give them like that little boost of charisma and, and excitement and so she just kind of just randomly was like oh yeah but she was reading like the cards what they meant she would pull the cards for you and then she would like read what they were meaning. And I was like, wow, that's actually, that's so different than what I've ever experienced. Cause I had not to ravel on real quick, but I had another tarot reading with this like super old lady and she was like 92. And she, that was what Ooh. really, really hit me. That one, I think I was like 13, 14. Mm-hmm. I remember she told me I went with my friend and my grandmother and she had told me that like about the migraines that I was getting and like that it's like built up trauma that I haven't processed and those will only go away with time as I really like let go of those trauma bonds that I've held on to she also told me that I was going to date a lot of men and I was like whoa okay so what happened to the doctor lawyer thing uh <laughs> and you can yeah. be both, huh? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so she said some things that like really resonated with me still to this day. Mm-hmm. She, you know, so when fast forward, my stepmom's friend, Sarah was reading the tarot for me. Like she was like reading what each card meant in her own little like book that she had. And I was like, wow, like this, this is a different kind of level. This opened a door to like truly understanding what tarot is. Like it's not mm-hmm. just woo woo oh you have the three of hearts like your heart's broken type of thing Mm -hmm. so she knew that I was like fascinated and for my 16th birthday she shipped out um my first tarot deck so when I was 16 I was gifted like my actual first tarot deck which um is a beautiful deck it's by Kim Kranz it's the wild unknown and it's not your your typical tarot so it's not your rider weight like pictorial it is her own um, interpretation of the tarot and it's an artist's perspective and it's her own artwork, which I just found like, it just really resonated with me. So mm-hmm. my initials are mm-hmm. art and I've always been into art. Oh. Yeah. So weird coincidences. Yeah. And um, she gifted it to me. And then I found out that my aunt had a tarot deck. And then I had that inevitably gifted to me as well. So I was like double whammy. Then I was like, okay, wow, maybe this is my calling. Um, So that's how I kind of got into it. It, it, it built up over the years and it was like always there. It just never really like came to the surface until I was around like 16. And and then that's when I was like, oh, I feel like I kind of have a gift of like knowing what to do with this. Do you know what I'm saying? Like this, like, Ooh. Yeah. So it came like pretty innately to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird to say, because I feel like, like we kind of like touched upon, like before we got on here was, 
-hmm. it's been so generalized that a Mm -hmm. lot of people, especially on TikTok, like they go on and like, they just do the generic reading and you're also reading for such a large audience. Yeah. Hard to pinpoint what exactly you are reading. Um, And I know that before it was like a trend to be in tarot. I used to actually go on YouTube and there used to be like people who had like 10 subscribers, 15 subscribers, and they would do readings and they would do readings for each Zodiac sign. So it would be like Mm -hmm. for Leo rising sun moons. And it was specifically catered for that target audience. Do you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I knew what readings really should look like. And then nowadays it's like, you get these like bogus kind of like reel you in for your destiny like how it used to be in like when we were like kids and you would open the magazine and like tween magazine and you'd go to the last page and be like "Ooh, i'm gonna find love flip upside down to see your horoscope yeah 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 yeah. so yeah yeah that's so interesting you mentioned that because i was wondering your feeling towards because i feel like that's how most people now have become familiar with like tarot and spirituality it's like people on tiktok being like don't scroll this is for you and then it has like a million likes i just saw one today right yeah i see like one a day it's like no hashtags and yet you have like like you said like fifty thousand likes and then you have over you know a million views like how did that you like to me because like I love, I love making TikTok sometimes. Like I just make like fun little quirky things just for the heck of it. Not for like views or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. TikTok will slide in your DMs and they will be like, Hey, pay us 20 bucks and we'll get you subscribers, pay us 20 bucks and we'll promote your videos. Really? And you think about it. And that's the only way I can think like, that's how some of these people are able to have such large platforms and it's hard to really judge because I have like a select few like astrologers and intuitive readers that I really like vibe with and I can trust but they're Uh far and few very very far and few and they'll tell you like so I was listening to uh, her she's Bahati she goes by Bahati Life Um, she's on YouTube Instagram and, and whatnot but she's very personal and very private and she will talk about how like sharing your energy with people like there are energy vampires and so you have to be a thousand percent when you Mm -hmm. are an intuitive reader you are doing these readings like people will try and steal your 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 everything your vibe Mm -hmm. your energy your information and try to make it their own so it's like you have to be really careful it's Mm -hmm. hard it's it's, I don't want to say I have a negative opinion on tarot nowadays because I don't but I definitely don't think it it it's where it should be do if that makes yeah sense. yeah because I, I, I think it's good like I said earlier like that it's been normalized and it's uh-huh. woo I just think it it's reached a larger audience than it should have because it's something that's very personal for people and uh-huh. it's something that's very personal for readers because like I said you're making an exchange of energy with somebody you're getting to know them on a deeper level and so kind of tricking people goes against the whole entire thing that I think stands for Mm -hmm. so it's it's wild. I mean nowadays it's just wild with anything you know what I mean yeah and it's a lot like it's a lot like anything else where it takes time to like build a practice I know something I'm kind of um I think is like 
really spiritual and it is spiritual is like yoga like yoga is kind of like my primary spiritual practice right now and it like something that's really been bothering me lately is like when people will just be in public like doing yoga poses like they'll just be like oh let me like get into like oh guys look what I learned how to do in yoga class and they're like doing crow or like a handstand or like something like that (laughs) yeah and I'm just like first of all like Reading tarot cards is one thing, but like yoga can be like dangerous if you're not doing it correctly. And yeah, so can tarot, it can depending be on challenging. Like, yoga yeah, like, is challenging. Yes, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. like some of like, especially if you're trying to like show off and like be like, oh, look what my body can do. It's like how flexible. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like to each their own, not trying to judge people, but also it's just like it's just very different from how I practice, which is kind yeah. of what I'm recognizing with you with like the people mm-hmm. other people who read tarot um mm-hmm. and so um that's I can't I can really relate because sometimes I'm like why are you doing that and I've seen people like almost hurt themselves and I'm like well what are you expecting like right doing it's it that energy is not pure and it's not yeah pure. it's not purposeful and so- people yeah and there's also all this discourse in yoga circles about like all these things like oh yoga lotties and oh burn like super booty burn yoga like and it's like guys it's like an actual yoga spiritual practice I was gonna say it's a spiritual journey it's for your kundalini to really exercise it's for your soul to exercise like it's not Mm -hmm. just it's amazing for your body yeah but it's mostly a mind it's a mind body and soul it is literally it's a three-part I remember when I was a kid I did like dance and I remember one time like my mom was late picking me up and there were these ladies that came in after in the studio and they had a yoga class. And I remember being a little girl and just thinking that that was one of the like most awesomest things ever. And then mm-hmm. growing up and realizing like the strength, the mental and physical strength that yoga teaches you, it's wild. And yeah. so I can't imagine, I I saw somebody in public just doing some random like child's position like weird pose or something like that i'd be like but what yeah. <laughs> inside the home please no and some <laughs> like that's why that's why i really like i really have a lot of respect for there's this one um girl back and i really like called yoga with adrian yeah she's like the biggest like yoga youtuber but she i feel like she's very much like stayed authentic to like that message because she like talks about it in her videos sometimes she'll be like Oh, and people are always talking to me and they always want like more intermediate practices. And she's like, but guys, if you're really connecting to your breath and you're really like getting into like the spirituality of it, that's where you start to get intermediate. It's not about like the poses you're doing because like people do just think about it as like, oh, moving faster, holding myself up, getting all this exercise in. But it's like. Yeah. Well, you kind of like meditate when you are doing. Oh, yeah. It's moving meditation. Literally. the yeah. physical practice of yoga because yoga is more than like the asana which is like the physical practice we all think about like when we're like mm-hmm. thinking about yoga that's the asana but there are six other branches of yoga that all kind of coincide to create one thing and the asana is supposed to prep your body for meditation mm-hmm. um and it's supposed and it all is also supposed to be meditative in and of itself and so that's the other thing when people oh, yeah and so um but i can I can kind of relate to that. Um, but kind of on that note, so I know we talked about tarot and you talked a little bit about astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any other ways that you kind of practice your... Ooh, 
crystal craft i would say oh crystals love that i actually brought a couple because becca posed some questions for me a little bit earlier that i've had really Mm -hmm. about so crystals (laughs) have been something that ever since i was a kid like i used to like collect not crystals but like rocks that i knew held like i was very into energy as a kid like i don't know if this Uh is there was a movie where and I forget what it was called, but like the vacuum cleaner was like animated and like the little blankie and stuff. There was like a there was some movie where like inanimate objects, like objects were animated. And so when I was little, I just had this like strange affiliation with like t- just tangible things. And I'd be like, this has this has something. Like this means uh-huh. right here. Like I would have mm-hmm. a rock and I would it sounds so corny, but it's like you felt for the for that specific rock. no I feel like the exact yeah. same thing and I still yeah. I, I literally asked my friend Kat because she was like she's getting it really into reading like astrological charts and stuff and so I was like Kat is there anything in my chart that says I have like a connection to inanimate objects because I've always like I've always felt very connected to like like books Please. I'm like crazy about yeah. books like I like to yeah. keep my books really nice like I don't like when my like when I'm like when something bad happens to my book, like if it closes wrong and like creases some of the pages, I'm like, <gasps> like, it's like the worst thing. Like, Personal. yeah. Or like when I would like drop my book and it would get like wet as a kid. And mm-hmm. I'm learning to appreciate like the imperfection a little bit more as an adult. But like, um, but I do, I do relate in that like there is a certain care for inanimate yeah. objects. So when I was a kid with that being said, like everything kind of spoke to me, like this is going to sound crazy, but I remember mm-hmm. like being at the store And like, I'd want to pick a pack of markers, right? And I would be like, oh, but I feel bad for all the other pack of markers. Yeah, the ones that don't don't get get to get picked. Yeah, Yeah. it's not me. Exactly. Yeah, so then growing up and still having a semi-attachment to these certain things and like understanding that fine line between, between like, this is real, this is not real. But still, once again, that comes down to what I think being an empath is because- Uh feel energy and you know when I was a kid like I would walk into a room and I just I never saw spirits like I was never I saw a ghost one time in my life but I never like saw spirits or anything but I definitely could walk into a room and I would be like the energy is not here like Uh and moving a lot as a kid that was definitely like dominant a dominant theme in my life where I would just pick up on energy so with that being said, getting older and like learning about all because spirituality is like this huge umbrella and there's so many different little practices within it. Crystals definitely like spoke to me. And my first one that like I have a huge connection with is selenite. And uh-huh. this is like a palm selenite. So it's your throat chakra. Yep. It's so and pretty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I actually got it when I was in California. Um, and just, I have such an attachment to it. And anytime I travel anywhere, um, or like I go out of my home for a long time, I take this with me. It's like my, my like little buddy. Mm -hmm. Um, so starting with that one, then it like, it turns into this like domino effect, this like little mantra and you're like, Ooh, okay. So I have so many crystals and that's a way to like I use it as a form to like clear my cards and to clear my energy, mm-hmm. to clear somebody else's energy and to really just, um, some things. So I have different crystals for different things, but a lot of the times you can just tell the difference between holding one and how much 
easier it is to to communicate or yeah. like you're just more receptive to different things. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times where like, I'll just sit and meditate and without a crystal. And I can tell the difference between doing that with a crystal. Mm-hmm. So they play a huge part in my reading semi to deal with like the energy uh-huh. and, and whatnot. And and I love, so like gift giving is one of my love languages for other people. I don't mm-hmm. like gifts, but I love, Damn. love, love to give crystals as gifts. Like I'm mm-hmm. really good at pinpointing what somebody is going to need in a crystal. And I'll just in tune, like in sync, get that crystal for them. And, and I've been doing that for years. That's Um, so cute. Yeah. I love love that. And I know like everybody, I mean, Becca knows like everybody at work, like, so Reagan, like she always asked me like, why, why are you wearing those, those things for like, what are those da da da? And so we got into talking about it and then inevitably like she got into like wearing her crystals and getting her Mm -hmm. crystals. And so it's something like, it, that you know you don't even realize it's so little it has an effect on you in such a yeah way. and um my cousin who is she's 13 and um becca you remind me so much of her her name we, we call her mimi and she's like <laughs> of course crystal maniac like mm-hmm. she actually we went to a crystal store one time and they like did a little reading on her randomly and they told her like this is what she was meant to do was to like help people energetically through crystals oh my goodness. I really, yeah I truly think that crystals hold such a, a valuable place in somebody's spiritual journey because they just mm. they help sorry if you hear traffic I have my windows open but um okay. you, okay. it helps you shift energetically to be aligned with your highest and truest self mm-hmm. and I think that's I, not like a conspiracy that I have, but I think that they play a huge part in like why we see things like the Mandela effect and like why all of a sudden like things just happen for a certain reason, you know what I mean? And they do mm-hmm. say there's one thing with crystals, like, cause I've had crystal like, crystals just straight up disappear and I know where they were and they just like straight up disappear or they reappear in your life. Mm-hmm. That's a known thing with them is that they will like energetically vibrate and leave your life at the right time or they'll come back at the right time. Or like when you go crystal shopping, you feel called to like certain ones or like one specific. Mm-hmm. So mm. that has played like a huge part in in my growth and development as an intuitive reader and as an empath. Yeah. They just help you connect on a much deeper level mm-hmm. than anything I've ever seen before. I love that. And I do, I'm still hoping for you to one day manage a crystal shop. I, um, <laughs> enough, I mean, the, what is it? Hand, hand, um, Handmade Mystic? Handmade Mystic was hiring there for a short period of time, but I had missed, I had missed the gap there. Oh yeah. my God. You should call them up. What, what would happen <laughs> if you called Taylor up? Like right. there's a, <laughs> yeah. I got really into, I got really into crystals in like high school. I haven't practiced in a couple of years, but, um, uh I still have all mine but um it is really true about like there are certain ones you're like drawn to yeah um and there's like a really nice crystal because that's like another thing along with tarot that has been so commercialized is like crystals again like you can go to like Barnes and Noble and buy like oh crystal like it's like quartz rose quartz your big ones yeah yeah Yeah. um fake like 90 percent of them are so fake yeah oh really 
Oh, oh yeah. Because crystals are expensive. Like a lot of them are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And what's hard is like you would think. They're investments. Yeah. You would think like, okay, the more expensive ones are like the real ones, but that's tricky nowadays too. Because I don't know if you know, do you know of like Moldavite? Yes, I have Moldavite. Oh, you have Moldavite too. I do. Yeah. Wild. So I bet you saw some crazy changes in your life around the time that you got Moldavite, or at least. Some some things that like helped shift your perspective. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I remember I was listening to a podcast and this person talked about like the host was talking about their Moldavite and how they didn't like believe in crystals at all until they picked up a piece of Moldavite and they were like so overwhelmed by the energy. And I was like, when did I get mine? I'm trying to remember. I'm scared to get it. I haven't gotten it yet. It's very like you have to like that's one you have to be careful with because they're. Like, it's a very, like, kind of, like, mischievous stone. And it's, like, it's overwhelming. Mm. Like, when you find, like, I found a piece that, like, I, like, like, when I touch it, it's, like, it's, like, it does feel like there's, like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why. Whoa. That's why I, um, I, I respect you for being able to, like, get people crystals. Because I always find that, like, when I'm in, like, the store, sometimes Mm. I'll feel, like, so drawn to certain stones. Mm -hmm. It's, like. It is crazy. Like, I remember, like, I went in looking for, like, I wasn't even looking, and then I picked up this one. I forget what it was called. But I picked up this one stone, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like... I like have, she's my baby. I to, yeah, I need to take her <laughs> with me. I need to she's, take this with me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so... And even with, like, certain stones, you'll feel, like, Moldavite. Like, I kind of went to the store, like, when I was looking, and I was like, oh, let me just look at the Moldavite, because I've heard them talk about it. And I, like picked up a couple pieces and I was like I don't know what people were talking about and then when I picked up the piece that I ended up buying I was like oh wow oh, this is <laughs> like, it. Yeah. I was like oh um and yeah yeah but Moldavite Moldavite is a little expensive it's crazy interesting well actually it's really rare and hard to find uh-huh. so it is a form of glass from a meteor hitting Czechoslovakia mm-hmm. over like 3.5 million years ago or some 350,000 million some crazy like like long time ago she's old uh-huh. <laughs> um and I remember like the way that I got mine is I call them like little boogers because they're like really really tiny um super expensive really really tiny pieces though and I remember hearing about it like on a podcast or like a TikTok some a YouTube video and somebody shared their story. And like all of a sudden it's just like Moldavite popped up out of nowhere in my life. And uh-huh. I was like, I've never heard of this before. And so, and then inevitably I went down to my one like handy dandy crystal store in like the local farmer's market. And I was like, you don't by chance, do you know anything about like Moldavite? She's like, oh my God. Yeah. I actually just like, this is the last shipment like I'll ever get like my supplier, like they're not getting any more da da da. And she had like five pieces left. And I was like, this was meant to be like, this is crazy right now. So I ended up getting these two little pieces and I have them in like a little selenite bowl um, to like, keep them like (laughs) not radioactive. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep them calm. (laughs) Yeah. um, But it's wild. I would say that, I don't know if you've ever heard of malachite, um, but malachite is very Uh similar to Moldavite in my opinion, because I feel like malachite brings in and ushers change Mm-hmm. swift change it's very much like okay so like mm-hmm. seven of, uh, what is it eight of swords energy 
where it's like rapid change and motion and and like the the um the chariot card like so i like relating these things together because it's really it comes down to these are major themes in your life no matter what it's just a tangible way of telling you what that theme is mm -hmm. and the crystals are just like another form of being able to express that spiritually yeah mm -hmm. well one mm -hmm. you said Czechoslovakia and I forgot about that because I was in um I was in Czechia last um, fall, uh, which is like Ooh. the current name of like the Czech Republic. Yeah. And I was in this little town called Chesky Krumlov. And um, I was just walking in the streets and they had a Moldavite museum. That's awesome. Whoa. Yeah, it was like and it was like a whole like because in Europe, you'll see things that are like like it'll be a museum and a hotel and like a so I think it was like the Moldavite like hotel and chesky Krumlov, and it was so cool it was later in the day so they were closed unfortunately but like it was like they had a whole little museum there it. yeah that's so cool little shrine. look at but yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i love but her. yeah crystals are crystals are another it's fun thing yeah are the vibe actually they say too so like um rose quartz just in case anybody has some rose quartz if you put um, a piece of rose quartz under each corner of your bed it's supposed to usher in like so rose quartz is all about like friendship partnerships mm -hmm. self-love most importantly a lot of people get it confused and think that if they get rose quartz like they're gonna find the love of their life mm -hmm. um, really it teaches you self-love you have to love yourself first so putting four pieces of like on e under each corner of your like mattress under your bed helps usher in like new relationships and it also helps ward off any bad dreams and it creates pretty much this like energy field around you while you're sleeping um mm. that helps protect you against like any kind of evil things while you sleep because you're very spiritually um you're prone to like spiritual attacks most when you're sleeping so this helps protect you so just a little tip for anybody because mm. i definitely oh my god sports under my bed <laughs> i gotta do that i yeah, have been I have to... As a victim of spiritual attack. Um, Becca and I have both theorized <laughs> we have been under spiritual attack before. Yeah. Mine happened at work one time. Um, oh, when oh, my wait. Yes, I wait. Yeah, yeah. My angel number necklace just broke. Kaput. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm wondering also, that brings up a question. As an empath and like a spiritual person, when you sense like, especially not even just like a room, but like if a person has like a bad energy how do you start dealing with that like do you just keep your distance do you set bound like what mm -hmm. is your so with that? my um oh gosh this so each it depends on the person and the environment mostly but a, a mm -hmm. great example um is like customers customers who mm -hmm. give off like bad vibes and you can immediately sure. sense that mm -hmm. Sharing as much positivity and opening your heart and sharing light is the best way to deflect that um, mm -hmm. because then what you're doing. So one thing that a lot of that has been mainstreamed and confused is like breathe, breathe in the good, breathe out the bad. Um, and that's actually a Buddhist practice that has been misinterpreted. So you're supposed to actually inhale pain and suffering and you're supposed to exhale love and light 
And so mm. it's all about energy and being able to transmute energy. And that's really what like alchemy is and, and what alchemy comes down to. And I've read a lot of books that talk about dealing with these energy vampires and, and how to combat that because it will put you under spiritual attack. And as an empath, you're going to feel drained. Like, and you pick up on that. Like, I know that when I was younger, like certain mood swings, you get like hit with certain mood swings. And now all of a sudden you're like mean and angry. And it's like, you're not mean and angry. You're just taking on that action because somebody is transmuting, transmitting that energy onto you, reflecting Uh that because everybody really that you meet in this life is just a reflection of yourself. So being able to understand and interpret that. And when you interact with somebody who's negative and just mean and nasty, you have to see, okay, well, how is that a reflection of me? And Mm -hmm. do I come off that way? And if I do, then how can I fix that? And the only way of fixing that is by uplifting yourself and and Mm -hmm. being positive. However, though, this much easier said than done. Uh-huh, um, sure. <laughs> I will say though, it is hard for now that's somebody like if you are never going to meet them ever again, mm-hmm. but it's people that you do encounter often, that is where the real struggle comes in. And I would say mm-hmm. what I typically do, and I'm very notorious for it is like being the ghoster. I always blame it on being like an Aquarius with a Gemini moon. And I'm like, Oh, I'm just so airy, but mm. I would say it has a lot to do with being an empath because if somebody is too much energetically, I truly have to just distance myself. I have to space mm-hmm. myself. I have to walk away. Um, and a lot of the times people think that you're the problem then and that there, there's an issue with you. And really it's like, it goes back to that reflection thing where it's like, no, I, I, I have to just reflect right now and, and focus inwards rather than outwards. The other thing that's tough with that is that, you know, a lot of the times as an empath, like you want to fix people and you want to help and you want to cure all. And you just want to be that positive light that just continuously radiates. And and you can do that to a certain extent, Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes you really have to set up that boundary. You really have to keep your energy closed and keep it to yourself because a lot of the times, and it's so tough because you always want to see the benefit and the good in other people, mm-hmm. but people really, a lot of the times mean you harm. They don't care about yeah. you. They're very selfish. Yeah. And they're, um, what am, they're like, uh, my dad calls them like MP3s or whatever. Like they're just like computerized bots that really have no purpose in this world. Mm-hmm. They're just cruel and nasty. And if you don't right. have a connection with somebody, then they're not really real, to, if that makes sense. So it really comes down to just being able to like feel the vibe, mm-hmm. roll with the vibe and uh-huh. distance yourself from that or go with it and really try to fix this person. Cause some people are fixable. Like it's just a, it's just a, a minute, you know, an ex- experience that they're going through temporarily, but it's something that, that comes with time because it's tough. It's really, really tough. Right. Like I said, I mean, I've gotten like physical ailments from other people before and thinking that it was me. So having to take a step back and work on yourself introspectively plays a huge part because being able to understand your own energy dynamic and how you operate and and how you function um, plays a huge part, a huge part. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, That's so healthy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword for sure. Yeah. Especially when you start to like somebody and then you're like, ooh, 
but your energy once I got to know you. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you see like auras on people or have you ever gotten like your aura red or anything? I have gotten my aura red. I actually have my picture. It's um, on my fridge. Um, And it was not what I had expected, but it hit very, I I resonated very deeply with it. Um, It was like, it was half green, half orange. And the lady told me that I had a female and a male like spirit guide who always walk with me. Um, Mm. I've never been able to see auras and it's something that I've always been into and I've always like read about and I have books on. When I was a kid, they always say too, like when you're a kid, it's much easier to. And I I think I did partly when I was a kid and just Mm -hmm. because of like the food we eat, the things we watch and being brainwashed as I grew up, that kind of slipped away, that talent. Um, And something I've tried to work on. And there are like practices you could do to help strengthen that gift. Um, I don't know if you've like ever seen like, sometimes you can see an orb around somebody. And sometimes you you can't. So I definitely, and I just don't know if that's like an energy thing or if it's an aura thing. Right. And you could definitely, some, some people resonate and you're like, wait a minute. You know, they look different. Like mm-hmm. they have this vibe to them. Not only that, you could see the vibe. So I, I would say, no, I can't, but it's something I wish I could. And I would love mm-hmm. to do it. It's so fascinating. Very, very yeah. fascinating. Have you ever had your or red? No, I would love to. You I would like, be really interested in that. Put your hand up to this like big old looking time machine thing. And mm. You like sit there with like a cloak on and they're like, you have to be so serious. <laughs> At least that's what this, it's like getting your passport so photo taken. <laughs> <laughs> very, very serious. Um, but it's so cool. It is so cool. It takes it to another level. It's like you get to see yourself energetically. Like what? Mm-hmm would look like maybe in like the fourth or fifth dimension or something like that whoa yeah yeah i definitely want that what about you Quinn? have you ever had your aura red or i'm trying to remember i don't think so yeah i don't think so no. i don't think in like a real way of, yeah there's not a lot of places to go to get your like i would say nowadays you definitely can go and get your cards read like anywhere mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, yeah find that very easily it's very easily accessible but as far as like aura readings that's very mm-hmm. difficult because the technology is really expensive too mm-hmm. right they capture they capture it at least yeah my goodness mm-hmm. well that being yeah. said do we want to start to get into the reading i would love to and now an mpj special announcement Hello, my little jump scares. So Becca and I had a really fun time with Acacia this week. And good news, she'll actually be back next week to do our readings. And you will not want to miss that. So make sure to tune in next week if you were interested in what Acacia had to say about witchcraft. See ya. Guys, I'm scared. (gasps) Oh. We're back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, guys, we're back. And so we are about to get into our segments. And so one of our <laughs> classic segments that we do is the comment corner. And guys, we're not like Becca and I aren't like filled with rage or anything. We're not no like super upset quite yet, but no it could turn into that because the, the inbox hath runneth dry. Yeah. 
Just and like that. So <laughs> we, we were on a really good streak, but luckily, you know, we've been doing some TikToks, all this stuff. So our comment today, we had to scrounge from the depths of TikTok. Spooky. <laughs> um, yes, but we're excited to read it. But guys, write in. Keep writing in. Yeah, email us, email us. You could DM us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, send us a carrier pigeon even. Whatever um, you can manage. And into it our address. And that's <laughs> how you can do that. Um exactly. but yeah, our common corner today comes from a TikTok user that goes by the name of Miss Gunk. Miss Gunk. Miss underscore gunk. And they have um gunk. Yeah, they have a Teresa Caputo as their uh profile picture making a heart with her hands. Yeah, another psychic I know and respect. Yes. (laughs) Teresa Caputo. Um and uh this is on one of our uh two episodes ago, our TikTok. Um and it says Flaptina for president with the fist up emoji. Um Yeah. And Flaptina was, well, Flapiana was my old laptop. Rest right. to her. Not rest in any, like, just just rest. Just go to bed, girl. Go to bed. But <laughs> Flaptina <laughs> was, um, I was just rewatching this TikTok today. Uh, it was the thing that Becca put on her shirt in one of your little animations. You yeah. Hi, my name is Flaptina. Hi, my yeah. name is Flaptina. <laughs> and I do agree with that sentiment. You could you could also argue there have been a lot of Flaptinas as president of, <laughs> of the United States of America. Maybe, but some, a few other, Flaptinas, maybe some other maybe. nations. We do have an international audience here. You know, a lot of a lot of is it Finns or Danes that are big fans of Bex Gloss? Uh the Finns. The, the Finnish Finns. people. I, yeah. I'm sure there have been some PMs <laughs> who have been a little unsavory, who've been a flop Flaptinas. Mm-hmm. So Flaptina. Um, but yeah, uh, true gunk. What was his name? Um, Miss Gunk. Gunk. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> true gunk. Uh, I got the name wrong, and I misgendered. So sorry, Miss Gunk, but sorry to this man. Um, <laughs> truly, so funny, Miss Gunk. We love you, Miss Gunk, Gunk for president. Love you, Miss Gunk. Right in, right in yeah. something longer other than your political messaging. You know, give yeah. us a little background. But anyway, um, but now we get to our jump scare of the week and our jump scare of the week is just something that filled us with a certain level of horror um Mm. and we haven't really been able to what (laughs) just got chills yeah we haven't really that's that's the emotion you have um you haven't really been able to get it out of your mind you need to share it with a large platform of people and so um becca if i could ask you what was your jump scare this week Thank you for asking. Um, So something that maybe not everyone knows about me is that I'm actually not a huge fan of bugs. Like Mm. they they do have the tendency to creep me out. Um, Bugsy Drake. Yes. Bugs. (laughs) Bugsy Drake. No. Of Below Deck. Love her. Uh Bugs. The species. Not Mm. so much, actually. (laughs) Um, And one of the most scary things, actually, to me, especially living in Pennsylvania, is the bug the tick <laughs> yeah yeah no, guys they can mess you up Silent a little killers. bit yeah killers. they're not fun and mm-hmm. so when my dog goldie was discovered to be the harborer of a tick <laughs> it was not so exciting for me and i so my mom tweezed it out of him and killed it he has his his frontline protection so he will be okay but 
I'm like, oh my God, I'm scared to touch him now. And that was taking away from the joy that my dog brings me. Because <laughs> I'm scared that a little tick is going to come onto me. Mm-hmm. Which Goldie has brought a tick onto my leg before. And my mom killed it for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, She picked it off my leg. It wasn't in me or anything. But yeah. I don't know. Like, do they even like humans? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. But. Oh God! I don't. From my understanding, <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> from my understanding, it wouldn't like connect okay. to your leg though. Yeah, or like crawl somewhere. Yeah, they usually like your head. Like you have to be careful about your head. Like if yeah. you walk in the woods or anything. I w- I used to walk in Shenley Park a lot when Beck and I lived in Pittsburgh, and like I would I would always be really worried about ticks in there. Yeah. Um, oh, your head's kind of because they like like warm places. The back um, of your neck, like right where your hairline and your neck meet, is a really good spot. Um, for them. Yeah. But no, oh, back, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be in her bed be anywhere. Like... <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I just don't. I know someone who got Lyme disease at Pitt from Shenley Park. <laughs> so I, my ex had Lyme disease like before. It's not like, fun. I've heard. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. Yeah, and you can't Bella get rid Hadid. of those little fuckers. The Hadiths, all the Hadiths have it because their mom had it. Mm. And it gets passed down to the children. Like, you're born with Lyme's disease. Literally. Yolanda, what's going on? <laughs> it's Yeah, so just uh, the ticks being out. Um, You know, I love the weather, but the it's bugs easy. coming out is not my fave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we will persevere, as always. Literally. But yeah, that was my jump scare. Acacia, I'm gonna hand it to you. Oh, okay. What was your jump scare this week? My jump scare is kind of so it'd be so I got into like a little like a, a little rabbit hole the other night at like two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, Best I time discovered to get that federal taxes, this is kind of deep, but federal taxes are kind of a joke. To a certain extent, what scared me mm-hmm. is that the verbiage that they use when you file taxes legally is not attached to any law. So legally, you are not required by law to file a federal tax return. Now, that doesn't qualify for like state taxes and local taxes and all that's federal. So I learned that income, the definition, and this is what scared me, is that the income um, legally is defined as profits and gains. Now, your income tax is your your labor and wages. So labor and wages is defined as private property. So there is nothing that legally binds you to federally uh, file your taxes. Now, what scares me most about this is if you were to really, because there are people who like really live about this life and like don't do that. Um, but what scares me is because they okay. they they scare you into they fear monger you into filing your taxes. So um, it is a really scary game to play, and learning all of this is scary knowledge to know because then you go about your daily life and you're like, hmm, this is kind of all bogus. Um, so that's kind of, oh, you're telling me that's got yeah, actuarial. That's, yeah, that's kind of my jump scare because now oh I'm goodness. like an adult who files their taxes and I'm like, but I don't really have to file this one, but I have to, cause yeah. if not, they're going to harbor me and tell me I'm a fugitive and try to, they're going to get you. I mean, so 
that is my that is my jump scare because that was something that like really hit and I was like whoa this is actually kind of scary because if everybody knew about this then imagine people's reactions societal collapse literally (laughs) boom literally (laughs) (laughs) no social safety net already even after people figure out they don't have to pay taxes really right no but i you are that is so true like some people like i just straight up like there are people who just don't pay taxes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow and they like they just like they're free ballers man yeah they just fly under the radar i i respect it to a certain extent (laughs) um it's just like it's kind of just scary because it's a scary it's, this play. is also like federal not like i said not like your state or local or anything yeah, right. talk about federal taxes which is typically what takes like most of your your the bulk of your your taxes yeah we totally get it though i mean financial fear is so many of my jump scares it's so hard what the heck and, like, is money the fact <laughs> that you could like make a mistake like well, the thing is with your taxes, yeah, if you make one mistake, they audit you and then it's like a whole process. And it's really scary because this is the federal government. Um, but mm. to anybody out there or to you guys, like I would definitely recommend looking into it. It's something that's interesting, um, but definitely scary because like I said, it's they will attack you. And I'm so scared of being like attacked. Like my grandmother takes her good sweet time. Thank God, bless her heart. She files my taxes for me, but she takes her good sweet time filing them. And I'm always scared that they're going to like hunt me down. Get her. Like, you, little miss. <laughs> little miss. <laughs> you willish. Uh, shout out to my future accountant. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to be dealing with that. TurboTax.com. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, totally get that. Well, then, Quinn, what is your jump scare? Oh my goodness. Perfect. Well, oh, I just had it. Oh, yeah, I talked to Becca about this, but I've had a, I've had a sneaking suspicion. Well, actually, it's been confirmed. There's a mouse living in my kitchen in my house, oh, no. and mm-hmm. like a mouse, they're just like little mischief. Like you can just feel their presence. It's like, yes, it's like when we there. discovered acacia in the woods th- earlier this evening. It's like, yeah, we have like you can feel <laughs> a little jump scare. Like you can, you. like you can just you just feel something go bump in the night, and you're like, oh my god, what is going on? And so I literally was just exactly. like sitting in like my living room, and I got up to get something from the kitchen, and I've seen his little tail before. He like lives in the stove, like oh. he lives behind our stove. He like crawls down in there. Oh, and then my boy. mom pulled out the stove today and like I could see like and he has a lot of places to like okay. hide. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> oh, where's his house at? But and then I literally like this time. So I've seen like his tail going into there and I've been like, uh, but this time I literally saw his like full body. Like I got I was looking at him for several seconds as he was running back to get into the stove. Oh, my God. And he needs like, to file his taxes. Literally, <laughs> literally. You got rent? You got a rent check? <laughs> yeah, that's what my grandma says. Like every time we find bugs or like mice or anything like that, it's always like, so where's the rent check? <laughs> yeah. You don't pay rent here. Confused. Um, <laughs> out you go. Eviction <laughs> notice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw him with my own eyes. And I also talked back about this, but like, I don't know what it is about mice that's so like scary because they're so little. They just scurry. I think. And they're just like, I don't, just, yeah. Like, yeah. There's something gnarly. about them that's so unsettling. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But it's like irrational because like we're so much bigger than them is the thing. Right. 
Well, I mean, same with like bug zone stuff too. So I live like in the city, partly like right out like in Allentown city, but like mm-hmm. on the side of the, you know, what the nicer side and whatnot, but it's an old house. So we have had mice problems in the past. And like, finally, like for the last two year, year and a half, like we haven't had any cause she's done, but I'm very like, I can't kill things like even bugs. Literally, like, I don't like killing things either. Spiders, but I will do everything in my power to get the spider out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. So there was one time, like a baby mouse, I'll never forget. Like I came home from work for my lunch break one time, this was a couple years ago, and a baby mouse, my grandma had the sticky pads to catch the mice, which mm. is so treacherous, such a dangerous game to play. And this poor little baby got stuck on there. And I was like, okay, Casey, just like, just, just mind your business, like eat your lunch and just go back to work. So I come back home <laughs> and the baby mouse is still there. And I was like, God damn it. Like, I got to do something. I got to save this baby. So I, oh. I, I like geared up. I got my gloves. I got bags on my hands and I took the sticky thing outside. I got the baby mouse, which like they pretty much it's like on there. So like, I'm trying not to pull the limbs off this poor little baby mouse. And oh. I got it off like the little sticky part. I was like, I just want you to have a good life, buddy. Like you deserve it, you know? And I put it like on a little box and I gave it like such a, so bad gave it like a little bit of a cracker and some cheese and stuff. I put it <laughs> underneath like our flower bush outside little treat i wake up the next morning my grandma i took the box and just <laughs> she said she fuck them like, kids and fuck you too like we're getting an exterminator oh my god <laughs> oh she didn't give one care about no, the baby, mouse. Yeah, she, didn't care about baby mouse. she did what she had to do i remember <laughs> just sobbing like so sad that this poor little baby had to endure such pain oh and so, but it was definitely scary. Like the mice are like running around. Like you can hear them sometimes. Like yeah, in the walls and stuff. Yeah, yes, I was just gonna say like oh. in the walls is the worst because you hear scratching around. Yeah, and, don't love that. Ugh. Well, and we have a cat too, which is the other thing. And I was like, I was yelling at him after I saw this mouse. I'm like, you are. This is your job. Yeah, right. right. I know. Oh, you, you have like because we we used to have much more of a mouse problem, but then we got him and it kind of cleared up. So I was like, "You're not. Your bills are about to be you're affected. Not performing. Like you're. You you're need to get back on your job." Yeah, literally, <laughs> very bottom of the pyramid. Miss Abby vibes. said, "Bottom of the pyramid." Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, and so that was our jump scares, but now. We step into the light. We step mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. beauty. And that's our manic pixie moments of the week. And it's just moments where we felt like the Empress. Like we like oh. tarot deck was just sitting there. Empress card yeah. just whoosh, like out the Whoa. like force <laughs> of nature showed to us. And we have to accept that energy and claim it. Um, and so, Becca, what would you say was that moment for yourself this week? Huh. Well, um, I did go out on last saturday and or excuse me friday Mm. um i told casey a little bit about this but i went out with jacqueline from work and um it was my first time going to this place in allentown it was pretty nice but my my moment is that i was out lied i have never seen a better lie and so i'm so inspired by our friend jacqueline um who lied to this man in such a beautiful way (laughs) such a pisces for this but so basically we're talking to this group of guys or whatever like yeah and 
she starts talking to the one guy that I'm standing next to. And she's like, oh, my God, we used to carpool to ice skating in middle school. Do you remember? And he was like, no. And she was like, no, like we went with like blah, 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 blah. And we used to pick you up. You you know, like right over there, like ice skating, you went there. He was like, I did used to go there. She was like, yeah, we used to go together in the group with whatever. And he was like, oh, okay. What'd you say your name was? He was getting into it. And he like, she's keeps going and going. He leans over to me and goes, she looks so much different from when she was younger. <laughs> and I was like, she has the mind of a mastermind. She convinced a mastermind. me. No, literally. She is so good at He's it. Too. Such like, a good liar. That's Pisces, man. That is it's the amazing. And, and it's I was so funny. It's hilarious. I was so inspired. And I was like, Jacqueline, you're so powerful for that, for like twisting his mind into like a different reality. Like she she was the crystal and she shifted his life path I in that moment. I want to see if I was powerful enough to twist her mind. <laughs> exactly. She and she was. <laughs> yeah, she was the bold white. And I just... I was so happy to be there for that and inspired me to like take lying to a new level. Everyone be scared. Because mm-hmm. Yeah, be afraid. <laughs> if I'm lying like Jacqueline, oh wow. It's oh, over. Wow. It's over for yeah. a lot of you actually. Yeah. But also with Jacqueline, it was great going out with her because we walk in immediately we got two rounds of drinks bought for us. Whoa. Relate. <laughs> wow. Whoa. I thought this was a classic party. <laughs> no, like she she is so attractive that everyone was just stunning. like yeah yeah well both so. of you are stunning i mean immediately walks in well thanks girl <laughs> knockout knockout, wow. knockout i was like yeah i'll take one yeah <laughs> so that made going out pretty fun even in allentown yeah yeah <laughs> allentown has slept on a little bit they just need a little bit more i'll definitely up. explore there yeah i'll go more, is cause... still the place to go for yeah to go out so for sure you know i know because so far but we do what we can always we but yeah it's pretty fun so that was my manic pixie moment okay see i'm gonna throw it to you again Ooh. what was your manic pixie moment of the week manic pixie moment so i thought that this was my weekend off for the longest time ever and then i came to realize that i'm just living in a different dimension and that i didn't have off this weekend Mm -hmm. So I was like planning my whole life around having this weekend off. And then it turns out it wasn't. So then whatever, no big deal. And um, conveniently, my coworker had asked Megan, I mean, you know, we ended up she needed this weekend to work and she needed next weekend off. So like, it worked out so perfectly, like it was meant to happen. Um, And so I got this weekend off and I was like, whoa, like, that's a weird coincidence. And then my um, family went down to, so I have family in Maryland and Delaware. My family from Maryland came up to see my family in Delaware for Easter. And my dad had shipped out something to my aunts in Delaware and my aunt in Maryland had shipped something to my aunts in Delaware. So these two packages and they got them switched up. So, and the guy that I'm talking to lives down in Maryland. So it was so funny that my aunt took the wrong package and now mm. I have to go drive down to Maryland to go pick up this package. And now conveniently, my weekend is free. So <laughs> that's <laughs> my because I was like, yeah. oh, everything happens for a reason. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh my god. Gotta go see Daddy Ryan. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Hell yeah. Father. And you're gonna have the best weekend of oh, your life. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Love that. So, yeah, that was what it was. What about you, Quinn? My Max Fixie moment was my mother um moved back home. She works in Florida in the winter. And so she's been down there for like three months and so she came back home this week and I my dad went down to help her and so I was alone in the house and I was like huh and I thought I was like because it's been so nice we're having such a nice spring and I was like I should really set up like the deck like that would be a nice surprise for my mother and Mm -hmm. um so yeah, they got home and I've been doing this thing for the past week where I had to wake up early like two days in a row and I'm kind of obsessed with waking up early because it feels like there's like more day if it makes sense. Yeah, like Yeah, yeah like yeah. I don't know, like when I have like a lot of stuff out of the way by like noon, I'm like, oh my God, I have so many t- much time to do other activities. And so I like been keeping up with that and they like didn't get home until midnight on like Easter and I wasn't even, I didn't think they were going to be home until Monday because it's like. Florida is like a 16 hour drive where my mom like lives in Florida. And so it's like hard doing a day. And so usually she splits it up in a two. But they were like, oh, no, we'll be home at like midnight. And I was like trying to wait up for them. But I got so tired. I was like, I have to go to bed. Like <laughs> I passed out like 1130 giving me mom behavior. But then so I saw my parents the next morning and my mom really started crying. She was like, that was so nice that you like set all that up. And I was like, Aww. Stay at home, son behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I take can. my job lightly. I don't take it lightly. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then, work. well, and then like a mini jump scare is I like woke up um, as I was sleeping the night before last night. I like woke up and I was like, oh, like it kind of like hurt when I bre- like breathed in. And I was like, oh, what's going on? And I woke up and I was like, I still had that same thing. And I like convinced myself I was having some type of like cardiac event yesterday. But then, like, later in the day, I realized I was like, oh, I literally moved all the deck furniture, like, by myself yesterday and, like, was flipping shit up and walking up and downstairs (laughs) and, like, doing all this. And so I do think I, like, threw out my back a little bit and that's what's causing it. Um, So, yeah. Okay. But you didn't have a heart attack. So it's a No, did not. (laughs) Well, it's not confirmed. And if I'm having a heart attack at this point, it's been very dragged out. Like, I think I would be a little bit of a medical marvel because, like, how long I've been surviving it. (laughs) Right, right. Um, so yeah, it is surpassed. But we hope it doesn't it come surpassed. to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and now I feel like it's like moved, like I can like really feel it in my back now, but it's been it's been a lot better today. Like yesterday I was like um but yeah, or, back. yeah, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um and so yeah, that's our show, but we have one more little piece of business that we reserve for when we have guests. Yeah, um, it's a big honor to be an MPJ <laughs> guest. People are absolutely. I felt I literally am so honored. Literally falling all over each other and trying to get on this okay. show. Um, exactly. and Becca and I only, you know, we we're, we're sparing. We're we're discerning with who we let absolutely um, into it. But uh, yeah. So Acacia, as a little token of our appreciation, you get to leave your stamp permanently on MPJ in another way than you already have, and you get to add something to our stand list. Okay, so what I would like to add on the stand list is um, I didn't want to make it like too general and pick like crystals. And it's funny Mm -hmm. that so Becca and I were talking about this and she had mentioned it and like I was already thinking it. So I picked one specific crystal that has and holds a lot of value and that is Lumerian Quartz. 
Ooh, Ooh, I'm not familiar. And I gave a photo. Yeah, so I have some that's hopefully they'll like be able to show. So Lumerian quartz is really cool because just to like give a little intro, it looks like regular quartz. So these are two little pieces I have that uh-huh. um have what they claim to have and to hold is esoteric ancient knowledge that was from like the Atlantean and Lumerian times. And they say that when you meditate, oh, my ear just started ringing. Um, They say when you meditate with them, you're able to get like crazy downloads that are extremely powerful. And so I would like to add them onto the stand list because they're probably one of the dopest things out there. And they're so rare and hard to find real ones. And you can tell they're real by the ridges on them. So most clear quartz um, are very, like I have like a a regular clear quartz. So just very shiny, like very raw um, and rigid and kind of a little like not as clear in the middle. They're not very like see-through for the most part. Um, They are and they aren't. But with the Lumerian quartz, when you compare them, Lumerian quartz have these like little mini crystal clusters inside of them. And in the light, they reflect like different rainbows and stuff like that and they're really really I always whenever my like decks are sitting and I'm not using them I always have my Lumerian quartz either near them or on them to like give the the best deepest download possible oh my gosh wow what a great addition ah yes (laughs) quartz I'm so excited wow. to learn more about them and as we journey through the stand list. Oh my oh, goodness. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is such a fun time. It's truly been an honor having you, Acacia. Yeah, this was it so was a fun. Pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. As soon as Becca like had talked to me about it, I was almost like in tears. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> I would love it. So thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate this. Of yeah, course. of course. Thank you. If, uh, do you want to share like socials or anything? If anybody wants to keep <laughs> up with fact, you or fun fact about me, if anybody wants to follow, I actually have to look up my username because I don't even know that. <laughs> I don't have like so fun fact. I don't. Ha- I have an Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that, but I don't physically have them on my phone. Oh um, uh, yeah, good for you. I don't <laughs> involve in social media. I actually like. I haven't posted something. I can't even tell you the last time I posted. Mm-hmm. My Instagram doesn't. Oop, sorry. My Instagram doesn't even have any posts on it. I like took them all down because I was like, nah, it just didn't resonate anymore. Uh-huh. Um, but my TikTok is where I post like stupid little dumb videos. And I post a lot of like astrology stuff on there and um, like little memes and stuff like that. So my username is my first name underscore my middle name, but it is A-C-A-C-I-A underscore R-O-S-E. So that's my TikTok. And if you want to follow me on there to find some funny astrology memes and whatnot, I love doing that. But I also talk about like what full moons are meaning and what different like astrological placements are doing and what's up with the sky and some cool quirky stuff so yeah my goodness i'm excited Perfect. to follow <laughs> after this <laughs> immediately you guys are gonna look and you're gonna be like who is she this weird <laughs> oh no, no no you slay you slay always thank you thank you but yeah i think it's good to not have to be fully endowed in in the socials it's sometimes it's too much especially yeah. like 
talked about with protecting your energy yeah you go on there oh, you yeah on social media and you just feel the negativity and you're like yeah Ooh. like void yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but that's where you can find me cool Good thank more. you Good um, more. and back though where can people find you well Unfortunately, I do have all those social medias, so <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Becca oh Hobart, Twitter and Spotify, Beck's Gloss, and TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three? You can also find me frolicking in the woods for a little bit longer after this app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going for a little hop and skip. Oh, yeah. Quinn, where can the people keep up with you? You can follow me at Quimpy Murphy on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow me at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter. And you can find me foraging a meal for us to make by Campfire Light. Can I tell you guys, I saw the craziest TikTok the other day of this guy who lives in Florida and was like, okay, let's go out and find our meal. And then, okay, so it was like he collected like little sprouts and stuff at first and like a coconut. And I was like, okay, this is normal. This is normal. And he's like, okay, guys, time to get some protein. So, um... Uh, we actually have a lot of iguanas here in Florida and they're yes. an invasive species. They are crowded. And he literally place. like went and like trapped an iguana and then made iguana Ate tacos. It? Yeah. Oh, and he was like, oh and, wild. And, and jump scare. In countries <laughs> where iguana in countries where iguanas are native, um, you know, they're they're considered delicacies and they're called like the chicken of the trees. Um oh. <laughs> Which did make me think, I'm like, oh my god, well that's that's actually funny because chickens are birds, but they're not in trees like a lot of other birds. So yeah, just something to think about. Um, but anyway, so (laughs) I was transported. So I'm I'm trying to catch an iguana for us to have iguana tacos by the fire. Um, even though we're definitely somewhere in like a northeastern wood area. Um, yeah, we'll find Um, one. We'll find one. And Becca, where? can people keep up with the show if they are so inclined to do that as well they can follow at manic pixie jump scare on instagram tiktok Mm -hmm. youtube where we post the podcast video version we try (laughs) sometimes the video don't work but that's none of our we're trying some new things we're (laughs) going to try some new things at the studio Mm -hmm. i've been in the edit bay gonna gonna try some new things gonna pull out some new tricks and we're gonna we're gonna figure it out we're gonna try to get back to a place of normalcy Definitely yeah. check out L Try C Live here on YouTube. <laughs> um, L Try C is the campus that Casey is currently oh, on. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we thank you. We thank yeah. we thank the campus for letting us record. Thought I would you. meet you there from the woods. It was a close little. Yeah, little, right. You know, it has a lot of green space. Jaunt. You know, and that's not something a lot of other schools can say. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then guys, email in at medicpixiesjumpscare at gmail and, you know, say anything to us. Talk about if you've ever gotten a tarot reading or what you think. Mm-hmm. And if you want tarot a tarot reading. reading. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can connect you with a very talented reader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guys, love that. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Well. Thank you again for having me. <laughs> of, co- so much of course. Thank you, <laughs> of course, Acacia. Of course. Thank you so much for coming. Oh. <laughs> uh. Becca and I were about okay. to go like, <laughs> where Quinn <laughs> and where Becca? <laughs> and this... oh, are you started? You. Are you actually? Started? Yeah, I did it. Okay. I did it. Oh wow! Oh, don't mind me. <laughs> ready, ready. Where Quinn, where Quinn? and where and Becca? Where Becca. And, thank and thank you for listening. For listening. And thank you, Acacia, for coming. Thank you very so much for having me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Titanic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.